Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to take the occasional nap during the day and why you should consider doing it. I'm writing the script for this episode right after waking up from a nap. It was a December Wednesday when I recorded this, and I had to get up pretty early to get to the airport and fly to Houston for an evening speech. But since there were only a few direct flights each day from Philadelphia, I then had several hours in my hotel room before I actually needed to be anywhere. So I took out my contact lenses, made myself comfy, and settled deep into dreamland. Now, of course, a 90-minute during-the-day nap isn't going to be a regular occasion for anyone over the age of three. Those shorter naps definitely can be. But in any case, I recognized that I was exhausted. And I also realized I wasn't going to get much done in that state. Now that I'm awake, I'm far more energetic. I'm executing swiftly on the things on my to-do list that would have been impossible without more sleep. And again, you won't grab a 90-minute nap on an average day. But if you've had a rough night or a longer season of sleep deprivation, or are just really dragging through that post-lunch energy slump people experience, a 20-minute nap might be more efficient than soldiering through with another cup of coffee. Certainly, if you're doing any sort of dangerous or high-stakes work, you might be better off sleeping versus being jittery and sleep-deprived. Of course, this mid-afternoon slump tends to hit when people are at work. And the phrase, sleeping on the job, sounds so terrible, like you've given up, that there's a huge stigma about taking a short nap if anyone can see you. I really wish this weren't the case, but it's probably still true most places. So you may need to think this through. One reason to negotiate the ability to work from home occasionally is if you do go through a rough patch with sleep, it's nice to be able to recognize that you are going through this work from home and take a midday nap without it being a big deal. If you're in an office with a door, well, shut the door. I've read the advice various places to find an empty conference room for a nap, but I know I never sleep well if I worry someone's going to pop in. So in an open plan office, your best bet might actually be to take a nap in your car. If you've got a scheduled lunch break or mid-afternoon break or just a break between meetings, head out there. You can keep a blanket and a pillow in the trunk. Or use one of those little neck pillows that people sometimes use on airplanes. That could work for sitting in the front seat. Though if you're on the smaller side, you could try partially lying down in the back seat, too. It won't be the best sleep ever, but it will be something. And here's a real hack for making a short nap work. If you tend to wake up groggy, you might naturally grab a cup of coffee, say half-caffeinated, afterwards to speed the wake-up process. But caffeine takes a little while to get into your system. And that means if you'd like to take a short 20-minute nap, you might be best off having half a cup of coffee prior to your nap. Then you go lie down, and you naturally pop up after 20 minutes, feeling far more alert. And if you are in management, here's a request. Let team members know that if they do need a short nap, there's no judgment. If someone starts sleeping for four out of every eight hours on the job, well, that's a different matter, and you'll need to deal with that. But people waste 20 minutes all the time at work, doing things that don't energize them, like perusing social media. Better to do something that will actually make them more productive 
afterwards. If you've ever successfully napped during the workday, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.